What's up, football-loving maniacs? Another edition of Three Honest Lads. We are getting down to the wire. Four remaining teams in the USL Championship, two in the East, which if my math serves me correct, that leads two in the West, one of which is Phoenix Rising. We have their goalkeeper. Said goalkeeper's name is Zach Lubin. Zach Lubin, the savior. And I'm not just talking about the fantastic save from the spot at the death of the match. I'm talking about the main man, goalkeeper extraordinaire, more importantly, fantastic human being, who, by the way, Zach, in 2018, it was not a red card. How are you, sir? <laughs> you know how to get me fired up just like from the start, huh? <laughs> I had to go there. I'm never going to let it down. You know that, man. How, how are, are you, brother? And we'll argue it to the death. Doing, uh, I'm doing very good. Uh, you know, the spirits are high. The body's a bit sore. Uh, I bet. But, but very good. Uh, you and I had a little joke before coming on that we both had mild heart attacks on the weekend. Let's get right into it. Um, you guys do come out victors over Reno 1868, the number one overall seed, not just in the Western Conference, but the entire USL Championship. All roads went through Granite Nevada Field. You get your opening round victory. You have to go on the road, a team that beat you guys 2-1 just a few short weeks ago. Before we get into the actual match, walk me through what preparation was like in this game, given the fact that you had just lost to them. Um, you know, it was, it was intense. Um, it was it was mentally um, a lot because they're such a good team. Um, you know, you see why they they were the one seed. They create so many chances. They move the ball so well. Um, you know, their interchange in the attacking third is incredible, bringing their wingbacks forward. And then also the way they press, um, very, very difficult. And uh, as, you know, if we watch the game, they made it very, very difficult on me, and that's how they got the first one. Um, but, you know, working on trying to build out through that press, um, and that, that was heavy this week. And then, you know, working on trying to press them and they, they played really well, especially in the first half. They, they kind of beat our press, uh, that I think was pretty easy. Um, but we, we sat in and, and defended a bit. Um, but, uh, you know, we were trying to work on an interchange and the way they bring their wingbacks forward. It was, it was a lot to, to try and handle, uh, on both sides of the ball. Zach, I got to ask, you are never the scapegoat, right? You're usually the one that everybody applauds, both on and off the pitch, save after save. What is it like for you as an individual six minutes in? With all due respect, you made a mistake. You obviously made a menace for it and were fantastic the rest of the match, but just kind of walk me through the moment, what what it was like in general, and how did you recover from that? Um, you know, one thing I will say, uh, better better to make that mistake in the first five minutes than in the last minute. Um, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, it was, to me, it was pretty easy to recover from. I thought I started the game really well, made a good save down to my right from Corey and then claiming a high ball. And as a goalkeeper, you know, there's really no better way to, uh, you know, start a game, get into it early. Um, and then, you know, to, to give that ball away is very disappointing, um, in myself, but I think it was pretty easy to move on from because, I know our team and I know the determination and the grit that we have and being so early in the game, uh, I knew they had my back and that they were going to go and score goals. And no matter what, we need to score goals anyway. So, uh, you know, that one was tough and made it a little more difficult on us. But, you know, the confidence that I have in our group uh, helped me, you know, just flip a switch and say, hey, that's over and let's move on. And and also knowing that how good Reno is and how dangerous they are that, you know, I wasn't going to be able to dwell on it because I knew, you know, that wasn't going to be the only moment in the match that I was going to have, that there was going to be saves, that there was going to be times for me to step up and 
uh, you know, I was able to recover and step up and make the saves that I needed to and get us back in the game. And, you know, our guys scored. The second goal, Kevin Partita, pretty spectacular touch on his part. I'm going to remove your squad from the equation. They go up to nothing, and it's just before halftime. It's the 40th minute. What's the immediate message from the boys on the field? Because I saw a lot of barking orders, guys going left and right. What were the talking points right there? Yeah, I think it was just intensity. Um, you know, some of the tactics, some of that, we were, I think we're, at that moment we are like, you know what? Forget it, and let's go hard. Let's win every challenge. Let's win every duel. Let's put them on the back foot. Um, you know, let's get some momentum going our way, and the only way that's going to happen is with some some effort and hard work. And I think Lambert was the one who really led that charge. Uh, you know, I saw him with this look on his face, just like, all right, boys, like, it's now or never. And you see him, he was flying around everywhere, making tackles, winning balls, and, and the effort that he was putting in defensively and then, you know, offensively, he deserves that goal. You know, Santi created it. He did so well. You know, their defender blocked a shot, but, you know, Lambert's in the right place. And, you know, he's a six and he's he's in the attack. He's on the six-yard line in their half, you know, ready to score a goal. And that's, that's the effort and intensity that he brought and, and I think re- and, and shifted the momentum for us. So you get to, to 2-1, um, as mentioned Kev gets his goal, um, 47th minute, I think it was. Well, sorry, 45 plus two, mm-hmm. 45 plus three, whatever it was, just before halftime. You kind of talked about the intensity. Guys, now or never, let's go. Turn the page. Definitely a tale of two halves. Much better performance in the second half. Solo gets his goal in the 71st minute. Is this now, guys, we, there's no way we're losing. we got to go get a victory. You know, what, what is kind of, what are the words and messages being sent from the sideline by Blair and the coaching staff? Um, and to be honest, I don't even think it was Solo's goal. It was it was Lambert's. You know, there's there's never a better time to score than right before halftime, and there's never a worse time to give up a goal. Um, that was such a momentum shifter. We we you know walking off the field, we saw them like you know I think they thought the game was over at two zero, and we score, and you know you could see their heads down a little bit. They don't they don't have that energy that they had, and I think in that moment we're like we knew we knew we were going to score again. We knew we had the game, and then. You know, then especially when solo scores, it's like, okay, yeah, we're not even, we're not going for the tie now. Like we're, we're going for the win and, and we were very, very confident. And, you know, we had the pressure on them for what I thought the rest of the game. And we we're on the front foot and we had some chances to put it away. And, um, we still knew through overtime and, and then going into penalties that I think we were on the front foot and we had the momentum and, um, that we, we believe we were going to win that game. No doubt. Let's talk about some of the changes just real quick because. If you look at the box score, I think people, whether seeing the teams on a regular basis or not, you look at some of the names that were coming in and out. You know, um, Aguinaga comes in, Sam Stanton takes his seat. Of course, Santi steps to the sideline and Solo. Now, Solo has had his own personal issues from the spot. That's fine. But two other guys that you might expect to take step up and, and take a pen, was there any concern from any of the boys that those guys going to the sideline, if, if we go to penalties, that, hey, maybe this isn't the best look for us? Um, I don't think so because – when you like you could see those guys, especially like Solo, when he got subbed out, they were they had put in so much effort, um yeah. defensively and offensively, and that field is very heavy, uh, very soft and it, it is wearing on your legs. Um and so, you know, yes, those guys incredible, you know, from the spot guys you want taking penalties, but at the same time, I think the fatigue that they're feeling their legs and, you know, the heart's going that like, let's have some guys who are fresh step up in the spot. Um, and then also, you know, all of our guys worked on penalties all week and everyone's very confident from the spot. And, 
you know, we're also confident in those guys coming in that they were going to get the job done before penalties. And, you know, we were, we were, we were going after it to, to get it done, but, you know, not from the spot. Um, and that's where those guys were going to come in and make the difference. So, uh, you know, just, I would, the big thing was just the effort that they put in there. They were dead and, you know, back to back weeks going 120 is, uh, is wearing. Zach, out of respect for the club and everything that's gone on, I'm not going to go down some of the negative things that happened. I do want to talk about some of the positive, excuse me, positives that have risen from that situation, specifically the coaching staff and, and some players that stepped up. Blair takes over the reins. You know, he gets the win at home to close out the season against Galaxy. You guys get the hard fought victory against Sacramento Republic in extra time. And now the victory over Reno. What has it been like under his leadership? Because to be fair, it is different than, than Rick Schantz. Of course, Peter Ramage, you know, departed. What has it been like and what has this journey been so far for you guys? Um, you know, it's, it's obviously been difficult and, but that's also part of what, you know, drives us, drives us and what pushes us to, you know, win that game. Um, you know, Blair steps in in a, in a tough situation and also, you know, losing already have lost an assistant coach this year in a, in a, in a great way, you know, with Rambo leaving, but you know, that put a lot more responsibility on Blair. So, uh, you know, he was already pulling double duty and, you know, then to step in and become the head coach, um, you know, make it triple duty, but he was, I think he was putting in so much work before that he was ready to step in and he'd been working with Rick for, you know, the previous, you know, two and a half years and knows the system and knows what, you know, Rick's ideas and what we wanted to do. And, and I think he just continued to push the same things we've been um, doing all year. And then, you know, having, you know, wanting to, to do well for Blair, you know, to step in and, you know, we want to be, we want to be successful for ourselves. We want to be successful for Rick. We want to be successful for junior. We want to be successful for the club. Um, and so it's really just been a, you know, a bit of a uniting moment and it's, uh, kind of us against the world. And, uh, that's kind of how we're, you know, carrying, you know, went into Reno and going into El Paso this weekend is, you know, the same that, you know, we, we have a difficult fight ahead of us and we've lost two key pieces to our team. And, um, you know, we got to do with the guys. So we, we got, and, you know, we're excited and we have the energy to do it. Before we transition to the Western Conference final, which will be the matchup at home this weekend against El Paso Locomotive, people always ask me what it's like to be in these situations, shootouts, what have you. It's physically draining, of course. Mentally, it just taxes you to a toll. Let's get there. You guys go perfect on pens, but more importantly, it's 4-4. Last shooter steps up. And interesting, a lot of defenders that step up in this situation, but Aiden Apodaca, one of the attackers that gets an opportunity, did, did you see something prior? Had you seen tape on him? Give me an idea of what's going through your mind on the final and decisive shot that you saved right before Roof had six one in for the winner. Um, yeah, you know, good player. You know, we, we do our scouting. We, you know, I learn the tendencies of these players, you know, on the field and during the game. And, uh, you know, I, I take, a lot of that information in, you know, as I approach the penalties, you know, especially the striker, you know, how are they like striking the ball during the game? You know, how are they taking their shots? What are their tendencies? Are they trying to wrap their foot around the ball, bend it, you know, whatever those things are. And, um, you know, I just saw his body position and the way he was shaped that, you know, I think he wanted to send me left and um, wrap his hips around it and pull it back to the right and, you know, made some saves where I thought he kind of tried to wrap his foot around the ball. So I, I kind of went off those, those little cues. And, um, you know, went right and went a little early. And good thing I did because, I, you know, I don't know if uh, I get there in time. It was a good taking penalty. And uh, I think I just got the jump on him. Okay. So now 
down. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was saying, you know, the confidence that I saw our players stepping up and taking the penalties, um, you know, that that just puts take pressure off me because I know, you know, they're hitting and they're not going to miss. And, you know, I just need to get one and uh, that'll I think that's going to win it for us. So going into that, that's that's the only thing on my mind. Rupak gets the winner. We've seen him do it from the spot before. And of course, one of your marquee strikers. I got to know, there's got to be, although maybe the game didn't start the way that you wanted it to, made a couple fantastic saves, of course, the penalty save against Aiden Apodaca and PKs. The backline and goalkeeping crew have to feel pretty good right now, considering that four out of the five shooters came from the back four. Yeah, you know, definitely. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see my backline scoring goals, just like the other weekend where when AJ and Joey connected for a goal. It's, uh, yep. You know, I was running up there celebrating with them for one of the only times. So, you know, our, I think, I mean, part of it, too, is, you know, our defenders are so good with their feet, you know, that's and that's the Phoenix Rising football because we want to build out of the back. We want to keep possession. So, you know, the skill that our defenders have, you know, going forward, and you see our whole back line is scoring goals, and Corey um, on the right is getting involved in, as a right back now and has been very dangerous um, offensively. So I think they all stepped up and were, were very confident in their ability to put it away. Zach, moving to El Paso, you and I briefly talked about the last time you played them and kind of jotting through my memory now, that actually was a stretch coming off the one nothing loss at Orange County where you played them back-to-back at resumption of play. You guys beat El Paso, you beat New Mexico, beat San Diego, and smacked Los Dos on the road 4-1. I might make the argument that that stretch of games – was your best stretch of the entire season in terms of an eye test and overall form. Would you agree with that? For sure. I, I, I agree with that. You know, um, that was what our, I think our second, our third week out of quarantine, um, you know, after the restart and you knew there was those, those, those first couple of games were going to be tough um, defensively and just from a camaraderie, like, you know, a unity standpoint, how we play, because, you know, there were no, um, preseason games or anything coming out of the restart so you know took those first couple get our legs under us um get a little bit more of an understanding of each other get in the 11 v 11 form um and then you know to to go on that run that that was a big part of our season and to play some really good teams you know playoff teams um in el paso and new mexico um and then you know and then really our whole conference you know, LA, OC, San Diego, you know, those teams were all fighting for a playoff spot. And then Vegas, you know, pulling points off of everybody as well. Yep. Um, making it very difficult that, um, you know, that, that was a good, good run of form for us and, and kind of was the, the foundation for the rest of the season. Both teams very different from then. Uh, everybody has experienced a lot. Um, just kind of went over the, the, players that took part in, in each game, um, both referencing that 3-1 victory back then and, and Locomotive on the weekend. I mean, the back line is different. Um, some really familiar names up top, though. I, I understand it's very early on in the week. What has been the initial message so far? Because you can't get too deep into it yet. But what has been the initial message so far? Because you guys are back to where you feel you belong each and every year. Um, you know, right now, it's the, our only focus has been just recovery. Um, you know, getting getting our bodies right. Uh, you know, today, you know, as soon as we got off the plane yesterday, traveled back, it was just like rest, relax, like, you know, getting hydrated today, you know, regen, um, just recovery, recovery, recovery. And that, that's just been the focus right now. And, and, and the other one just kind of knowing like, Hey, El Paso also has gone 120, uh, in both their games. You know, they, they, they went penalties on the first one, but 
you know, so they, they have the same kind of wear and tear on their legs. Um, and, and it is true. Like, you know, that was a big win for us. Um, but you know, we're a different team as well. And, you know, we made some mistakes that we, that we've cleaned up since then. And, you know, they're a, they're a very different team and a really good team as well. That's always been a, a difficult matchup. Um, so, you know, until up, up until today, it's just been recovery, get healthy, get feeling good and, um, you know, get to the tactics and what we're going to do, uh, you know, tomorrow and later on this week. Hello. If people don't recall, um, I think the diehards from Phoenix will remember, of course, but people from the outside looking in, Zach, you and, and Waz, Carl Wazinski doing battle in 2018. He got more of the reps, but you were right there. You did not partake in any of the playoff games. 2019, that starts to shift towards you. You assume the helm, and of course, Waz retires. You're now the main guy in between the pipes. Any nerves for you? Is that something you experience regularly, or any nerves outside of the norm, considering the fact that from a playoff standpoint, you, I mean, this is your this is going to be your fourth game, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Fifth. Sorry. Um, yeah. Not uh, not really. Um, you know, going through it. You know, went to the finals with Swope Park um, in 2016. You know, wasn't playing then either. Um, but you know, kind of go through that, and then you know, with Carl. Uh, doing so well in 2018 and learning so much from him too. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. he is so experienced, been through a ton. Um, and, you know, watching him go through it the way he prepared, uh, you know, got me then ready, you know, for last year. And, and to be honest, for me personally, like the way I prepare for a regular season game, a playoff game and a final is all the same. Um, so there's really no difference there. And, you know, I go through my routine just like I would any other game. And so, you know, really the approach, the approach is the exact same. And, and that's what kind of keeps, keeps your nerves down a little bit because, you know, I go through it. It's, it's not anything different than any other day, to be honest, like not any other game. Cause I approach every game. Like it's a, like it's a playoff game. Like it's a final that, you know, those regular season games to us are always must wins. And, and that's kind of the pressure that we have here in Phoenix that we, we, you know, our fans, our club, you know, demands demands trophies and demands winning and so you know we approach regular season games and must win um you know and and to and to get home field advantage like that's the whole idea was you know must win during the regular season get home field advantage and continue there of course the road now does run through casino arizona field the home of phoenix rising zach last one for us buddy outside of your experience in playing what's the biggest difference for you between this team now that's trying to make a championship run and the team that fell just short in 2018 on the road to Louisville in 2018? Um, you know, it's, man, it's a good question. Uh, you know, a lot has changed. You know, the players, I think since then, we won. There's still a chip on our shoulder. There's still, you know, four of us that went through that and know what it takes to get there. But then how difficult it is to win that one game. And, you know, without understanding that, it's, you know, it isn't, I guess, to go back to my other point, like, it isn't just like another game, because that other team is just as prepared, and, you know, is the best team coming out of the East, so it's it's incredibly difficult, and so to have a bit of that experience, and then, you know, last year, to fall short, and having the majority of that team back, we're still going in with a chip on our shoulder, knowing that we want more, we want more, and, and build, and we've built up a lot more of a culture um, with how we approach these situations and these games and pressure and 
also fortunate that we've gone through so much in that 20 game win streak. And then even this last weekend, the same kind of like, we know we have what it takes to win at, in any situation, whether we're down to we're up goals. I think at this point, we've been through it all. We battled some of it. We know have an incredible regular season and we struggle through the playoffs. We've been through it all. And I think that's, you know, that's really galvanized us and laid a really good foundation to continue our run through this postseason. There you have it. Starting goalkeeper, Phoenix Rising, Zach Lubin. You can follow him on Twitter at ZLubin28. As he said this past weekend, water is the essence of wetness and wetness is the <laughs> essence of beauty. I love that retweet, by the way. You killed me. Best of luck, brother. Thank you so much for the time, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me on and uh, look forward to this weekend. Cheers, bud. All right. See you, Devin. Bye. Thank you.